a freezing winter's morning. You zip up your coat and join the throng of cyclists that lean into the wind and the cold. A cross-town bike ride from Amsterdam Oost to Sloterdijk, past the zoo. A new elephant was born in artist a couple of days ago. There's a bike frozen in the top layer of ice on one of the canals. American popular music is obsessed with cars, from Robert Johnson's Terraplane Blues by Chuck Berry's Maybelline and Elvis Presley's real-life pink Cadillac up to Bruce Springsteen. As an answer, the British guitarist Richard Thompson wrote a song about a motorbike, the 1952 Vincent Black Lightning. And it seems natural that the Nitzes Dutchman would write a note to a bike. Defeat. Bike in Head starts the new album Hank by the Nitz. The sleeve shows the three musicians mashed up into one new human being. Dial Nitz, a podcast about the Dutch band Nitz. A celebration of five decades of sophisticated music from the Netherlands. Your host, Eric Facon. And then there were three. In summer of 1985, the Nits lost a founding member. Michiel Peters, guitarist, vocalist and songwriter, left to go studying again. An intense time for the remaining three. Robert Jan Stips, Rob Kloot and Hank Hofstede. Of course it was difficult. Uh, but, but maybe because Michiel wanted it so much, he was the one who who couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And of course, then, then you start thinking, can we go on without him? <laughs> and uh, and that 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 took some time. I think for every, everyone, I, I only can speak uh, about myself. There was a break after Michiel left, and. Do you, I, do you have I, any idea about the time slot we're talking about? So he left after which tour? That's uh, adieu. 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 Of course. It was, yeah. I think one of the last concerts was probably the the, the Vondel Park okay. in Amsterdam. And that that's in my memory. Yeah. Then it was summer. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I went to the United States for for one month, traveling around. That always helps. <laughs> I was involved with Rob Hauser. Yeah, yeah. I did the, the yeah. little opera he wrote. Yeah. yeah. I remember one thing is that you mentioned at the time that you didn't know how that would be to have to sing a whole evening. Because before you had somebody else who was going to sing a song or maybe add also his own songs naturally. Yeah, it, it, it was the singing and the songwriting and the singing together. Let's say that Don and Phil... Feeling the the Everly Brothers, yep, yep. Uh, that that was very important and, and and like you know that when Michiel and I meet, uh, and it doesn't happen that much. Most of the time we are singing. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, singing the second voice. I'm singing the first on his request, uh, not on mine. But but it's <laughs> it's always like that. We we are a little bit done and Phil, and of course Michiel was there from the start. Hmm. But then, then all of a sudden, this this member leaves after all this time. I mean, I hope you've known him since kindergarten, as yeah, far as I know. That's correct. Yeah. And then, well, all of a sudden, you're like a, a three-legged dog or something. I don't know what the feeling was for you guys. Well, it was the second time I was really scared because the first time when he got ill, yeah. Then I, I was really, we all were very scared yeah. when he got ill. But he, remarkably, he, 
he got over that. And then that was the second time. And uh, we talked a lot about it. And one of Michiel's uh, things he was thinking a lot about was the whole thing which uh, grew around the band because we were getting more well-known in Europe, which meant you had to talk to a lot of people. You had to go out eating with a lot of people. Let's call it sort of socializing. And he, he wasn't really very keen on that. He was very good to do in a conversation, not at all. But all those things around the band, he sort of started feeling not so so well about and he really he said he really wanted something more to that could make him think mm. and i think that was one of the reasons why he started studying again i think that was then it's not the music that would that wouldn't be enough for him but it's more the thing around uh, that's one of the things he told me anyway i remember that one yeah, but then your own feelings to, towards him leaving i mean he was a member of the band and it's a shock were, mm. it's a shock I don't really very clearly remember anymore, but I guess we were all asking ourselves how how to proceed, probably. How how can you do that? How can you do that? Yeah. 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 So And in the end. Yeah, we, we, we did it. We did yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I think back, um I don't know if if it's the truth. <laughs> but uh, uh I think we, we, we had enough time to get over it and uh and also, it was not totally unexpected. You, no. I mean, no. he, he had no. his sort of complaints about, uh, or his, his worries about, this, like, like the two captains on a ship, you know, like, uh, uh, and then I also joined the, and I also songwriting. So he, he, he saw his, his field getting smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. I, I, I think that was f very important for him. Yeah. So that you, yeah, I could feel that coming. When, when I think back, like when we were recording in the sound push, yeah, it was already a bit like you could feel it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. So it was. You mean the Ajay recordings? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, yeah, there was the big question mark, like how can we pro proceed? But I'm always quite confident in proceeding. <laughs> <laughs> said the no, man but in 23 <laughs> it, it, but it took some time yeah uh, and that that was that was, that was important yeah, that, yeah, that, that yeah. we took the time yeah and yeah, we did yeah, we did yeah. other things yeah. in between uh, yeah. of course I, I already told you about uh, traveling and but after that I I, I made this like around the parade yeah in, in the werf, that was that was a big thing, uh, really yeah. a lot of, and, yeah, we, yeah. and and there, there was a lot going on in uh, really different things that we did before, if it's traveling or a project or uh, just to take your mind off uh, the the continuity of of the the yeah. band, that, yeah, and and then, well, of course, then you have to start again. For for me, it was the time. That Art and I started the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that when we bought the PPG. Exactly. Uh, so that that also took some time to and, yeah. uh, and appear to be quite important for the band as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sure. Let, let's let's uh, talk about the sampling in in a while. I'm still yeah, yeah, yeah. like like um, just just to say not with Michiel, but um, the normal step would have been for a band to think well. One guy has left. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to replace him, and that didn't happen. 
Naturally, no. you can't you can't replace a personality. No, no, I know, no, but no, maybe no, the position. Yeah, I don't know if you were discussing the fact if you wanted a guitar player. I don't remember that. It could very well be. I cannot remember it. That that you mm. maybe thought maybe we should think about other possibilities than finding another guitar player. I don't remember that. I don't. No, no, I don't right. recall us discussing this. I don't think that was an issue. No, no, no. Maybe it maybe, 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 finding maybe a guitar player. You mean would, yeah. would have been no. more and more like a bass player? Or yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe. But uh, I even I cannot remember that. No, no. Anyway, we didn't have any. Uh, we never tried. We never, we never tried. tried. No, exactly. No. Yeah. No. So, what I was trying to say is that we were we were all clear about it that we didn't maybe want to have another guitar player again yeah. i think that yeah. was yeah no it was clear to find another no direction. real real replacement yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah no no but still it i must still add uh, although i don't see michiel very much but of course it was for me also it was a long time friend for me so and we yeah. we went through a lot Very, very beautiful things together and like kindergarten <laughs> in the beginning. So that was probably, uh, yeah, it sort of hurt probably. But I don't recall that very clearly now. But maybe that's the reason why we all started working like madmen. <laughs> <laughs> My first visit to the Werf, the gym hall turned rehearsal room, turned studio. February 1986, it is cold. My colleague, friend and boss Marcus at the Swiss magazine music scene and I have an appointment with the Nitz. The ex-member Michiel Peters picks us up at the main station, takes us to the Werf, a walk in the strong winter wind. Michiel leads the way. Then he says hello to the band at the Werf and leaves quickly. We are summoned to listen to some new tracks. I remember I came up to Holland for this for this big story that I had to do for the magazine. Yeah. And I came to visit you with uh, with Marcus. And you had the mixing desk in the middle of the room. Then you were standing around in your winter clothes and you played us about three songs of the new album. And that was Biking Head, Board of Amsterdam, and a third one. And it was so loud. <laughs> Especially for the Amsterdam, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're sailing on an ocean, on an ocean, and the time flies. And I remember you guys dancing around in your heavy winter boots around the mixing desk to yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Marcus and I both, when we went home that night, thought, whatever happened to them? <laughs> A lot of experimentation, especially after the uh, Adios Ibanov album, which yeah. was more yeah. more streamlined pop production, if you like. Yeah, yeah, true. And then yeah. all yeah. of a sudden we get this 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 album that is... Stylistically, and I'm not saying this negatively, but really all over the place. It, it, it is true. We were a little bit like Madman, maybe, but but it was it was on purpose because we wanted to disturb 
the thing that was going on with uh, with Ajay. I can remember that we talked about uh, before we started. Uh, but let, let's be let's be total radical and yeah, yeah. we don't care. We don't care about anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, yes. And of course, yeah. Robert Young came in with this machine that that was. Uh, like, like, like a like a like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you were idiots enough to to let it let it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of, course. of course. Normally, you would you know, I would have been sent sent through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want trains in our song. Yeah. <laughs> or, or pots and pans on the stove. <laughs> no, but it was it was that that instrument came in and it was such such a such a wonderful toy also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for this playground uh, we already had a kind of playground of course because in, in the wear but this this time we felt it was more radical than we ever did and it was fun to me It was a summery day, so they sat downstairs in this room with the huge speakers and they had the doors to the garden. They were open, so they played the album and uh, they played uh, Port of Amsterdam. And exactly at the moment where Robert Young played this this PPG, skadoom, 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 and it was very loud, and quite an old man on a bike passed by and he just fell over. Because <laughs> he was so scared by the sound that he just fell over. And that was the moment I thought, this is going to be a hit. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Wonderful. It really happened. The new toy, a sampling keyboard, an electronic musical instrument that records and plays back samples. By the 80s, these synthesizers were becoming more sophisticated, but they remain very expensive at the top end of the scale. A fair light costs as much as a small house. Robert Jan buys a PPG Wave together with manager AdLink, an instrument that will influence and expand the sound of the nits. A new world with new possibilities. I think it was the first one in Holland anyway. It was just discovered that you could record the world and play with it. <laughs> so yeah. that, that, that sounded quite uh, inviting. <laughs> well, tell me tell me about it, you know, because uh, I, I know what your your spirit dictates you to do. It's like, go at the discovery, all of a sudden you've got this, this machine at yeah, the tip yeah. of your hands that will permit you to do just about everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, It was, yeah, it was like like the PPG I had was sort of poor man's Fairlight. The Fairlight was like the wonder machine that uh, with all the big hits and uh, the PPG could just record what was it one and a half second of quite okay audio. <laughs> and uh, if you took two seconds, it was already like. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, but also that was was uh, it, it was a very honest machine. 
Um, like the m- most sampling machines sort of covered the the uh, tekortkomingen, uh, the mistakes, the limitations, the limitations of yeah. of, of, of yeah. the sample. When you go down, it started like like having extra noise and so, and PPG didn't hide that. It was very rough and and honest. So that it was yeah a very nice machine, but it had its, its limitations. Luckily, because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you could record it half an hour, we, I don't know what we would have done, <laughs> and if we were still sit, sitting here now. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what I wanted to ask you because I mean, it's 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 easy to have you know like a machine with limitless possibilities. Then you also like in a limitless space. Yeah, yeah. And to get lost in there is easy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, like like it was anyway with with all the inventions in in synthesizer uh, area. The danger was always like like, like the bad taste would uh, strike easily because everything was possible. So yeah, mm. that, that 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 was something we we were very aware of. I think we were just interested in the boundaries, not like the normal recording a, a piano note. And well, I mean, it's interesting and lots of possibilities, but recording a bike, recording a train, uh, that, the pots that was, and pans that uh, that Rob mentioned, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the on the grill, on the stove. Just, I remember you. T- I wasn't there at the moment, but you told me somebody put. One of the pans just bam on the on yeah, the stove. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's yeah, that's yeah, in Balkan yeah. head. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, among other things, <laughs> <laughs> but also the yeah. playing with voices. With yeah, yeah, my yeah, voice. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it didn't happen before. Uh, that, yeah. that was yeah. part of the song. You sampled me, yeah. and that yeah. that was a new new sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also the, like the sounds of PPG were quite surprising. Like uh, in in Pillow Talk, the so so that was like from the factory. So, 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 so and, and that's how we got to record our own voices. Yeah. Yeah, why not? And yeah. and and yeah, it's a complete new world because I mean it's it's not that that when you hit a, a major chord with with a singing voice that you get a major chord. Hmm. It, it, it's no. something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long did it take for you to master that instrument? Years. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> when when did you get it? And when then you start recording and you discover the instrument at the same time? Well. It, 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 I, I took some practice because Art and I started that studio uh, in, the, in the big pause we had. And we were recording um, comics. Uh, and, and, Animation movies. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and synchronization and everything. And the sounds like plop, all those kind of things. And they were, I mean, it was fantastic to do that with that machine as well, because you get very deeper bloops. And uh, <laughs> that was a nice experience. So when I took it to, to the Werf for the first time, I thought, well, you know, maybe it's a bit cheapo cheapo mm. or something. But uh, no.
Experimenting with the song and the, and the form of the song, and I, somewhere I found this sort of drum groove, and then we were playing the song, and then all of a sudden I got—you could easily say—over enthusiastic and just lost the sticks. So the drums were totally gone, <laughs> and at the exact moment, Robert John just reacted, and he played another part, and that's the. One of the reasons why this part sounds like it sounds because he did it and I lost the stick so apart without drums and that's why you also hear the the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's a coincidence and that's one of those very nice things that can happen to you. And since, since then we had this law while recording that whatever happens never stop unless you stop. <laughs> well, you never know what might happen. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah. when we when we listened to it, uh, but it was really a first take. Uh, that in the end we just kept the whole thing. That, I don't remember that. I, I yeah, think yeah. it yeah, was yeah. really. A, of course, I objected because I said, "Of course, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're gonna listen. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. listen to a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but then we liked it so much, yeah. the whole yeah. atmosphere, because yeah. it was so. Unexpected and wild, and, and it fitted the whole song. Maybe it was not already bike in head, but of course the the, the words were there, bike in head. Yeah, of course, yeah. that that's yeah. that's also in the sample. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the bike itself was 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 in the sample. So the whole thing surprised us yeah. as as being Quite. very fresh and 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 a thing that we didn't do before.
under a canoe. How does a song like that happen? I think you know, PPG helped in, in, in yeah. a way that, like, always when we record, I see a sort of movie of what we're playing. And, uh, I always remember, like, sort of picture. I remember when, we, especially with those kind of songs, it was like you were playing for a movie or something, and, and, and you yeah, had the PPG, you could get these choirs, and, and, and that was an important thing to it. remember that in the mixing for one moment it was full all the time and then we started to take out the, the drums and back totally we took totally, the totally, totally yes. and then suddenly that atmosphere came taking out things making it bare and and more dangerous and then we found the the, the recipe for the song Some songs are very connected to my summers in uh, in Finkeveen, <laughs> and that's that's a place where there's a big lake. My aunt was living there, and and I spent many many summers there. And the lake and the water and the drowning and being young, and it's always connected to to the water and the danger and uh, and the meadows and, and meadows, of course, mm. and, and the Dutch landscape. And this shirt suddenly was waving. That's a dream sequence. I'm not sure. To me, it always felt like a film, mm-hmm. like, like a short film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And whenever yeah, that bank of, of keyboards comes in, yeah, that choir, like one of those Mellotron choirs mm-hmm. in, in the 70s, yeah, I think it's breathtaking. And how did this album come by its name, the first name of the singer? I didn't propose it. <laughs> there, there was a connection to the word we saw in, in Finland. 
most of the time in elevators. Henki Lua, that's persons. Eight Henki Lua are allowed. No, no. So that surprised us, me also, because my name was in it. Henk, it was man, it was spirit. There were many layers, but of course it it was also my name. So uh, in, in the end, I think Robert Jan took the decision, let's just call it Henk. Is it just the weirdness of it was very attractive? Thus Henk, a highly colorful radical album, which fell upon open ears, for example, in Helsinki. Kimo Kajastu, keyboarder, bass player, a media worker. Well, my favorite record, that, that was sort of like one of the Bible records, if you can call it, was the Henk album, because it, it, it included so much, so good sounds, and so sounds that I have never heard anyone playing before that. And Robert Jan Stips became my hero <laughs> in every sense. I mean, sound-wise and, and playing-wise, he's so good at playing, and I never will become as good as he is. But, you know, his style and how he's acting on stage and things like that. It was love in the first sight <laughs> when I saw him playing. And now the Nits have to take this album, recorded as a trio, out on tour. Two new members are recruited, singer Petra Luchtenburg and bass player Joke Gerards. During an interview on television, the two are asked about their main influences. The Beatles, just the same as the men in the band. For me, in any geval, is zijn de Beatles niet echt belangrijk geweest. Ik, doordat ik meestal met op de piano speel en daarbij zoom, zijn mijn invloeden veel meer teruggegaan naar de tijd van Joni Mitchell, Laura Nero, Carole King. Dat zijn je grote voorbeelden. Dat zijn mijn, ja, dat zijn mijn voorbeelden. En die van jou, Joke? Nou, ook niet zo duidelijk de Beatles geweest. Het is eigenlijk eerlijk gezegd een tikje langs me heen gegaan. Ik heb ik heb me eigenlijk laten beïnvloeden door allerlei soorten van popmuziek en andere soorten muziek. En ja, dat, dat begon bij plaatjes van Procol Harm en David Barry. En dat is Petra opts for female singer-songwriters. Joni Mitchell, Carole King, Laura Nairo. Whereas Yoke chooses classic rockers, Procol Harum, and new wavers Elvis Costello and Joe Jackson. Yoke is asked about the stand-up bass that she sometimes uses, not only the electric bass. Unusual, she says, but also very suitable for the ballads on which Robert Jan Stips has played an electronic bass on the studio recordings. With the new album in their backpack, with the two ladies supporting, the band seems more confident than ever. The Nits play many concerts all over Europe, and the gigs become bigger. They play at the renowned Paleo Festival in Nyon, in the French-speaking part of Switzerland, twice in two days. Maybe we got closer to what we really wanted, without already uh, being able really to put it into words, but maybe we got a hunch of what was in the band for the future. Not really that you could describe it, but maybe that finds its expression in the way we then performed on stage, Mm. you know? I I think we were also quite lucky uh, the the timing, maybe it was the moment that that something radical was appreciated also by by our audience, by our growing audience, mm-hmm. yeah. because concerts were increasing on a different level. I think that, that that's where you're right. That uh, it, it was another step. 
Abrahams, as a correspondent for the music magazine Or from Holland. Those are my, my um, notes from Palio. 26th of July, 86. They're really getting tight. Here. The next skill. Oh, yeah, of course. Robert Jan Groots. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. When the Nits show up, 5,000 people are waiting for them. Uh, yeah, this is a great note. Miss, so they are really famous. Terrestrie auf der Gas vom Paleo Festival in Nyon. Das ist das Konzert von der Nitz. Nitz, was ich jetzt gerade vom Publikum verabschiedet habe. In the same year, 1986, the first album by new record label Verf Records is released. La Grande Parade. 11 songs based on 10 paintings played by 39 musicians from the Netherlands. Tom America of the band MAM remembers. La Grande Parade, the project of Hank Hofstede in 1986 when he invited 
several bands, several friends, musicians, composers, pop musicians to join in for a project about uh, an exhibition. The project was a, a tribute to a tribute because uh, the director of the Stedelijk Museum in Amsterdam had organized an exhibition, a huge exhibition with uh, work of all the important names of the 20th century modern visual arts and Hank uh, saw that as, a, as something to create this album. In my opinion the project had an extra purpose for Hank personally. I think it gave him headroom to his personal career. And I, you could compare it with uh, what a visual artist can do when he's painting a still life. You get a fresh view of what he's doing. He leans back, sometimes even using a mirror to uh, look at what he's made. And the mirror turns everything around and in that way creates a fresh look. Both the album Hank and La Grande Parade was something like that for Hank. How to find the road to the future after Michiel left and uh, Robert Jan became a, a very important member of the band. How to continue, how to go on. I think this project was, was also important for him to, to get some air, some fresh air in, in, his, in his head. And after that, of course, he really was rewarded for it because the band found the inspiration to create the Dutch Mountains, which was one year later, 1987, I think. And that's when they really wow. broke through the mirror and invented, reinvented them, themselves. And it was a huge success. And it was the beginning of a new road. And Hank was clever enough to see the perspective uh, all the many possibilities, new extra possibilities that there were in, in this new created freedom and uh, deeper aspects that you can add to pop music. Tom America and Mum, Maternity, based upon a painting by Picasso. This song became a single off the album, La Grande Parade, and it got heard. Eric de Jong, a.k.a. Splinters. Yeah, 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 zeker. Mama, weet je nog wanneer ik voor de eerste boterham met kaas gegeten heb? Dat was de eerste popsong in, in Dutch that really entered my, my brain. As a. Oké, okay, het kan. Maar ben jij nog niet boterham met kaas gegeten? It's a masterpiece. Feilovsky's song was based upon a painting by Pierre Bonnard, Nu dans le bain. The, um, the art project, yes, it always comes back to painting and the arts and the, the whole amalgam of, of things. But the director of the Stedelijk Museum in, in Amsterdam, he was saying goodbye and he had this last great exhibition of works of art from all over the world that were especially... Uh, um, invited, so to speak, as the stars on the walls to uh, to shine and uh, uh, charm people. And Henk had the great idea to use this fantastic collection called the Grande Parade, La Grande Parade, 
as a means to inspire musicians to come up with uh, music that would illustrate um, one of the paintings. I chose Pierre Bernard, New Don Bain. There's a whole story attached to that, but um, and uh, great. That was that was really great because everybody was inspired to do something, and with the painting in your head, um, writing music becomes like painting with words, as Joni Mitchell calls it, and that was quite fun. I don't have the album anymore. <laughs> Somebody borrowed it. That's what you get. Anyways, um, yeah, New Dawn about, and it was interesting because it was I was dabbling for the first time with computer music, and I was using. Um, I was working in the studio of a friend of mine who had an Apple IIc and it had a, um, a program that was running on numbers so you had to add numbers and think in terms of um, uh, 12s and, and 36s and all that and out came music or not always exactly what you'd expected and for some reason I managed to write a piece in 11 eighths <laughs> I remember Rob Clute telling me that's impossible. But, you know, I didn't have to play it live. Another track on La Grande Parade was sung by an ex-member of the Nitz. The first solo track by Michiel Peters, based on a painting by Max Beckmann. Doppelportrait mit Quapi. <laughs> Over 